0: Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to yet another episode of the Hotel Marketing Podcast brought to you by your friends here at Travel Boom and I'll tell you what we've got a pretty important episode today. It is episode 226 and we're going to be answering the three questions that will make or break your hotel's Black Friday success. So this is a very important one because if you're listening to this when we drop it you're going to be already behind the eight ball in terms of getting everything ready for Black Friday Cyber Monday sales and if you're listening to this in the future we're going to be giving you a lot of tips that's going to make it easier for you as you're planning for Black Friday in the year 2023 24 or whenever Star Trek year it might be when you're planning your <laughs> your Black Friday sales but Leanne welcome back to the show how are you doing today
1: I'm doing fantastic. Excited about the holidays. How Same thing.
0: So, so, since we're talking Black Friday today, have you started Christmas shopping?
1: No, not I at all. But I'm—I know I'm the odd person out on that. No, one. I
0: think it, that's pretty normal. Stuff. So.
1: No, I read stats that say you know anywhere from thirty to fifty percent of Americans have already bought some things for.
0: I've Christmas. heard stats that said between thirty and fifty percent of Americans are liars. That's what—that's what I think. There's <laughs> <laughs> no way. Uh,
1: I read a stat that said 100% of them are facing inflation. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so says, i
0: going to be a small, sad Christmas because of inflation. Uh, no, actually, it's, it's funny. We have one client, and she would always do the next year's Christmas shopping immediately mm. after Christmas. And she was oh, 100% man, done. Like Every gift was done in wrapped by, like, January before Christmas. Of the next year.
1: Let's hope she doesn't give free. Oh, yeah, right?
0: Head. Yeah, it's like that, that poor kitten <laughs> who's sitting in a box for a whole year. Poor thing.
1: But, you know, I could never do that because inevitably between January and November, some items are going to come out that weren't available right after yeah. Christmas last I year.
0: have no money to spend for stuff after Christmas.
1: I, and that too. I, I right? guess if you
0: kind of slowly figure it out and kind of transition, you're still spending the same amount, actually probably less because you're you getting the sales and you're not having to pay 2023 prices for that well, Christmas.
1: This year, another stat is that more people are going after experiences versus material items. For so gifts. are
0: you guys going to do that? Like a trip instead of like gifts? Yeah. Probably.
1: Probably.
0: Well, I, I can see that making a lot of sense. And, you know, from from our the hotelier world, that is the only thing I think people would want to do. Yeah. Exactly. St-
1: in fact, you know, the other thing everybody expects is sweat socks and underwear, so maybe you could put that in your value add package. Oh, I love that. That's a little <laughs> foreshadowing.
0: <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh my gosh. We, yeah, we need to make sure we have at least one hotel that can can do that for us. So,
1: that would yeah. be so.
0: Book your cool. Black Friday sale now and receive free underwear and socks. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't have a choice of Gender, gender or size right. or color or anything. It's just they get <laughs> exactly. a bag of underwear.
1: <laughs> All right. So we're done yeah, here, yeah. right? Yeah. So that, that,
0: that was our tip for Black Friday. <laughs> so, But uh, oh, oh. anyway, let's, let's actually get back down because people are into some very serious stuff as we head into Black Friday. So that's yes. what we're going to be talking about today. And before we do that, we have no news. So we won't be hearing my lovely voice. Mm-hmm having to struggle through news Disappointment. But we do have a 60 seconds to success. Do you want to do that instead?
1: Okay. Yes, absolutely.
0: Okay. So this is 60 seconds to success. And what 60 seconds is, is we have just one minute on the clock to give you a tip or a trick that's going to make your hotel marketing much more effective. Now, if you're just joining us on LinkedIn, this is part of episode 226 of the Hotel Marketing Podcast. And if you go check out you know, Apple, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcast, you can find us and listen to this full episode as we talk about Black Friday. But here, so, what we're going to do now is that we're going to put 60 seconds on the clock and we're going to see if I can get through this tip without the timer running out. And here we go. Okay. Leanne, stop tricking your guest. I'm surprised it's the year 2022, and this is something we continually see in the hotel space. However, we see it all the time. A hotel will say they're kid-friendly because they have a pool, or a unit is a suite because it's a half wall separating the couch from the bed. That's tricking the consumer. And really, the only thing you're tricking is yourself, because that guest that you tricked the first time, they're never coming back to get tricked the second time. It's a straight-up horrible practice and one that hoteliers need to stop immediately. I would say instead of trying to fake it, lean in on what you're actually able to deliver. Customer service, quality, experience, whatever it might be that makes you unique and valuable, lean into that. However, if you're not kid-friendly and you want to be, make it happen. It's going to be way less expensive to become a kid-friendly property than the cost of losing guests thinking that you were when you really were not. Perfect. I didn't know if I was going to make it that time, but uh, I did. Woo-hoo. That was awesome.
1: I'm writing an article for a blog about this right now because I feel like I was a bit misled with the honeymoon that I booked, yeah. took. Yeah,
0: Darren's just not the uh, husband you're hoping he'd be. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's not the one okay. to see some, some deceptive hotel marketing. But when I was researching, you know, how how rampant is it? I found even here locally some hotels that um use the kids eat free uh, allure yeah. and then when you go into the website you find out what it actually is is they are they'll offer information to you about the restaurants around town where oh, kids eat That's at. horrible. Yeah. Uh-huh. So be careful read all the See and points.
0: here's the thing though is it's better to not say kids eat free don't let get my hopes up that you know my two teenage daughters are going to be able to you know, scarf down as much food as they want and save me 20 bucks. Just don't mm-hmm. even say anything, you know, surprise and delight exactly. me with a it, you know piece of information about where kids can eat free. That's great. I would love that if I got to the property, but if it was the other way around and I thought they're eating free and I got to shell out more money. I mean, that's not cool. Right.
1: And it's all, I think it has a lot to do with money, Pete, because we've seen so many stats about customer satisfaction being down, even though prices for stays are at an all time yeah. high. I think the more that someone pays, the more you have to work hard to set proper expectations yeah. for what they get mm-hmm. for that price. So
0: th- this got me thinking about years and years ago, Edie's ice cream. They used to have, I think it was like whatever the ice cream size was like, you know, 1.75 quart or whatever it was mm-hmm. about 10 years ago, all of a sudden they started coming out and the containers were slightly shorter. they never, Right. So so they did this. I yes. have not And I know other ice cream companies did it too. Edie's didn't mention it at all. And it, it pissed me off for so long. That I haven't bought Edie's ice cream in like uh-huh. 10 years because they're the ones, I know that they should be giving me more ice cream than's in that little container. And I'm not going to, and it's just right. like an ego thing. I'm not buying your ice cream because I know you're cheating me out of a cup of ice cream or whatever it might be.
1: But the labeling no longer says half gallon. That's of what was happening. Uh, not like they're lying to you, but the size of the packaging is deceptive. Yeah, it's
0: sure. a lie through omission than anything else. But here's mm-hmm. the thing: it's like just when you deceive somebody. Yes, I bought their ice cream and I realized that I bought less. But that was the last time I ever bought a, uh, less than half gallon of ice cream from Edie's. If they were transparent mm-hmm. and they just said, you know, new size, you know. You know, 0. 0.75 gallon or whatever it might be, at least I would know. But when you're trying to be shady about it, especially from a hotelier perspective, you're losing out on thousands and thousands of dollars because you told people that kids could eat free. And you did that just to deceive them through fine print.
1: Mm-hmm. And I might add if you are making special offers, make sure that they feed through properly to everywhere that your rate and your offer is available because sometimes it might be the OTA that says kids eat free. Mm-hmm. You better check that yep. if they don't.
0: So if, if, if you're watching this on LinkedIn, I'm I'm wagging my finger at you. You're not supposed to do that. <laughs> don't do it anymore. So. so that's our 60 Seconds to Success. If you enjoyed it and like I said, you're listening on LinkedIn, just go ahead and jump over to travelboommarketing.com slash podcast and listen to episode 226 where you'll be able to listen to this all over again but then also everything you need to know about Black Friday sales moving forward. So that is what we got. And with that, we're going to say goodbye to our LinkedIn friends and stay on for the rest of the podcast. All right, Leanne, you ready to dive into episode 226? I sure am. All right. Uh, Let's see here to kick it off. uh, Let's go ahead and let's set the stage. So last year we had a, podcast and we wrote an article called the definitive guide to black friday for hoteliers and it goes through a lot of tips and tricks that will help hoteliers do a better job and we didn't want to necessarily rehash that you can go back and read that article i've got linked in the show notes a lot of really good information and we've updated that for 2022 to kind of tackle some newer strategies that you might be able to put in place however there are a couple key facts that we want to hit on that came out this year versus last year so uh, Leanne, do you want to kind of run down a couple of little quick facts that we have about, the, uh, about Black Friday and what we're seeing?
1: Okay. Um, well, this is probably not a shock to anyone. The National Retailers Foundation found that overall shopping season for Christmas, which they count for Black Friday until Christmas Day, grew 14.1% over 2020. That's a huge jump for one year's difference. Almost $887 billion was spent. Is that just the U.S.? I'm pretty sure if it's national retailers. This is just the U.S. America, yeah. Yeah. Black Friday sales alone came in just under $9 billion. That was down a little bit from 2020. So that's part of our focus of the conversation today is you can't just assume that they're only shopping Black Friday deals on that Friday.
0: Yeah, I think that's one of the big ones that we've seen. And retail has always pushed hotel in terms of Black Friday. But I think one thing that we've seen hotels do a pretty... I don't want to say revolutionary job of is, but they've actually started doing their sales way earlier, and I think that's why you're seeing last year where Black Friday sales and cyber sales were down. Is mm-hmm. they were front loaded. You know, if a sale starts in October, those real early adopters of the sale and the people who have got their wallet out and ready to book, they've already booked. They've already spit their money by the time Black Friday comes along, and they're just sitting there enjoying more mm-hmm. turkey on Black Friday than going out and shopping.
1: Yeah, I thought maybe start by November, but I'm reading that this year Black Friday for a lot of folks started a few days ago, October. 1st.
0: It did. So, and we have a lot of our hotel clients and we'll kind of dig into this as well who, you know, they'll have a cyber sale, Black Friday sale that typically starts the week of Thanksgiving. And that's this the mm-hmm. sale that's open to the public. But when you look behind the curtain, what they're actually doing is having a an exclusive sale to their past guests and to people on their email database. You know, it's, it's an early chance to book the best inventory at the best rate before it's available to the general public, which.
1: And why would you want to do it any different? That helps build loyalty.
0: It does. It, it makes me feel good if I'm, the, I'm on the email database, someone open up my emails mm-hmm. it makes me feel good if I'm a past guest because I'm getting rewarded. And one of the reasons that hotels are doing this as well is when you compress your entire sale into a couple days, you run into a serious staffing issue where mm-hmm. your website's going to get hammered with traffic, your call is going to get hammered. And when you do that, you might end up with more upset customers than, than happy ones if you cannot handle that spike in traffic.
1: Agreed. You definitely don't want your website to crash because your sale is too quick. This is
0: always always a good, good fact. So, mm-hmm.
1: uh, actually speaking of
0: your site crashing, <clears throat> a big thing happened, uh, what, uh, about a month ago when we had the hurricane that came through Ian came through Myrtle mm-hmm. beach and we had an amazing spike in hotels that had webcams through the roof. I mean, it was oh, insane. So that's right. Yeah, you kind of you have to you know, account for those spikes in traffic, even if it's a not for Black Friday, but if it's for other other reasons, it, and having that mm-hmm. load test to make sure that sites don't go down.
1: And I did I, that day. I was one of the people that was looking at all the webcams, and a lot of them did go down. I don't think it was weather related.
0: Well, yeah, because yet the the webcam provider, you yet the website as well. So there's two two areas where you might have issues. Uh, mm-hmm. The big problem that we had a couple of years ago is. One of our developers wanted to make sure that the webcam was always, you know, showing. So we had a refresh link Mm -hmm. that would clear the cache immediately. And one of the marketers got a hold of that refresh link that would bypass the cache on a website and basically push that out to a massive database. So everybody who was visiting the website was forcing the entire website to refresh and just brought down sites across the board for a hurricane. Yeah.
1: Oh goodness. So you need to have your IT person uh, in the meeting about the Black Friday sale that you're yeah. going to have.
0: Yeah, and actually that, that's one of our tips that we have in the article is talk to people and let them know this is happening. Don't don't think about it in a silo.
1: Absolutely.
0: All right, so, so here's what we did. So I know we had the full article. Definitely go to travelboommarketing.com and check out the definitive guide to Black Friday for hoteliers. But we have three questions that we're going to answer today. The first one, is do hotels need to participate number two is what should a hotel do and number three is what should a hotel never do so we're gonna answer those three questions have a little conversation about that but if you want all the tips and if you want what i think is a pretty snazzy cheat sheet for black friday check out that full article
1: It actually has what's called a cheat sheet. You can find that word. Yeah, just jump. It it doesn't
0: have snazzy, but I can add that before the podcast. (laughs)
1: No, please do. You don't confuse people. That's true. They're
0: like, I I googled (laughs) snazzy Black Friday, and I couldn't find this article anywhere.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We should rank number one. That's true. We should snazzy Black Friday. Dot com. All right. So what you're saying is a, a, a kind of, a, I'm not going to call them lazy, but a director of sales who's worked so hard all year long, done their job, you're sold out. You probably sold out into next year. Um, you shouldn't say, you know, people are willing to pay any price we put on a room and we sell out routinely. We really don't need a black Friday. Sale.
0: Right. So I, so that's the first question, right? You know, do hotels and uh-huh. result need to participate in black Friday? The answer, in my opinion, and Leanne, you can correct me or, or share your thoughts, but is a definitive okay. yes. You have to do this. It is absolutely right. uh, So, in, in that article, and the data is from a from the previous year, but we've got uh, graphs showing the conversion rate and revenue generated throughout the year for a bunch of you know properties that we've uh, redacted the name on, and. You would not even need to see dates underneath the the trend line because it is like clockwork. Come Black Friday, it's through the roof. It is the number one booking, it's number one revenue, and it's number one conversion rate date of the entire year.
1: And it's really cool. I was reading on a a WonderKind uh, advisor study that of all of the sales last year for Black Friday... It was the travel and hospitality industry that had the best performing sales.
0: Right. So hotels were late to get to the Black Friday, Cyber Monday game. But I think once they did, they did a better job than retailers in holding the line and literally giving the best rate that you see for the entire year. So people are ready to book. It's an experience. So it's something different than just another trinket that you put underneath the Christmas tree. So that's exciting. Uh, But then I think there's another thing too. It kind of goes down to, we talk a little bit about psychology in the past. The first one is your wallet is out. You're already there. You're looking for the latest PlayStation. You're looking for this and that. And someone says, well, vacation. And you're like, I'm going to take a vacation anyway. I've already got my credit card in my hand. I'm lazy. I don't want to put it back in. I'm going to go ahead and just book a vacation too.
1: (laughs) Well, it's it's what you're supposed to be doing right now. It is. Shopping.
0: Credit limit be damned.
1: And you know that's what a lot of people are saying too. They are finding that more and more people are getting into this uh, buy now, pay later thing. So that's something for hoteliers to think about.
0: You know, I I've talked to a few hoteliers who were looking into those type of platforms that basically zero interest, you know, pay over three months. But I haven't heard any feedback of if it's if it's a popular platform or not. I'd like to learn more about it. So.
1: I would too. I haven't heard from hotels per se that have lots of positive results so far because I don't know who was doing them. but I, I know the OTAs Mm -hmm. are So it must be big for some population.
0: That is absolutely the truth. So, you know, for Mm -hmm. for that
1: question, do you need to participate?
0: Yes. Uh, I think Mm -hmm. that is, it, it goes with, without saying, you know, I think the other reason too, is, it's more of a bandwagon effect. If you have hotels in your market, that are participating in a cyber black Friday type sale and you're not, mm-hmm. you've put yourself at a serious disadvantage because a lot of the people who want to book early may have already been taken out of the marketplace by the time you decide to start your marketing. So 2023 is Agreed. not the time to start it is right now, if not a couple of weeks ago.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So we've, do you think we've answered that question? Of if they should?
1: I think we've convinced maybe one or two people that we're down. <laughs> That's all we can yeah. do, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, what is the
0: next question that a hotelier needs to ask themselves?
1: So, the question number two is you've decided you're going to have this Black Friday sale. What should you do to launch a successful Black Friday or cyber sale?
0: I think number one thing is to grab a snazzy punch list, checklist and go through that yeah
1: you need our you need our list our cheat yeah, sheet for so, sure i mean
0: I'll, I'll say the first thing is plan ahead yeah you know, if you're listening to this podcast now it's probably you're right behind the eight ball you need, you need to really start putting something in the motion fast particularly if you want to launch the beginning of november so that that would be number one for me uh what about you Leanne?
1: Well, I don't want to say that if you haven't done it yet, that that you're out of luck because you do have the opportunity to go ahead and take a look at what your comp set is mm-hmm. doing and build off of last year's success if you had a successful sale last year. But now is the time to sit down with your revenue manager and look at your rates for next year because if you're going to have the sale, you need to make sure it is truly the best sale that you're offering, the best deal for the entire year. And you can't do that unless you've really looked at what your yield's going to be mm-hmm. for the whole of the year.
0: That's the one thing that will kill Black Friday, and we've seen it happen before. Where you say the best deal of the year is you book on you know Black Friday, Cyber Monday, or with our early sale, and it's thirty percent off, and you get a you know free late checkout. You have a fruit basket when you arrive, and some other fun you know, tchotchke type stuff. You made a promise to that guest that this is the best time to book. When we talked about tricking your guest in 60 seconds, you're tricking your guest if all of a sudden they go online and they found out that it's now 35% off in March or April and they get the deluxe fruit basket instead of the small one. I mean, you need mm-hmm. to make sure this is the best deal and you need to hold your entire team to that for the entire year. This is the day where the best deals had.
1: Okay, what if I don't know definitively that we aren't going to be lowering the rate between now and when you booked your Black Friday special?
0: If you don't know, Mm -hmm. I would...
1: I ask that because there's so many hoteliers right now who are trying to decide if uh, if we're in a recession and how's that going to affect their their decisions for next year.
0: You know, I think you really need to think about that. That's why we say plan ahead. You know, look at what mm-hmm. your revenue forecasts are. Look at what you're expecting your ADR to be. And if you can't necessarily say this is going to be the best rate, go ahead and look at added value. You know, we, we talked about, yeah, we that. talked about a little bit like the mm-hmm. early check-in, late checkout, whatever it might be. Talks yeah, your, your bag of underwear. You want to have all that stuff planned. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, because that's one thing you can guarantee. You will, This is the only time of yeah. the year that you get a free bag of underwear with every booking.
1: And the OTAs I've noticed are already advertising that they'll give you free gift cards if you book during the mm-hmm. sale. So think about what you're up against as well.
0: So that's that's a really another another good one to talk about as well is if you have the ability to sell non accommodation on your uh, your system, that's something to look at as well. So we have we have a couple properties that don't necessarily have an amazing rate, but they have gift cards, and for every let's say $100 gift card, you get a bonus $20 gift card. So what they have mm-hmm. is, you know, people go in there, they go ahead and get the gift cards. The hotel starts to see some, some revenue in the bank that they have to obviously fulfill later. But then the consumer says, Oh, look, now I got $120 worth of gift cards. When I book that stay, I'm going to find the best rate. And then I'm gonna get 20% on top
1: of that off. Mm-hmm. I love the, the value ads and you can get creative with them. Um, around here, I know people love it when you throw in free beach chairs and umbrellas, mm-hmm. which <laughs> whatever, you know, that your travelers ask for that. Maybe they begrudgingly pay extra for that might be something to, to value add for the, the special. Sale. Very
0: much so. So I, I would say that is the one thing that every hotelier should be doing is make sure they get the best sale possible. Look at those value adds. Think about it in advance. And because everything is based on analytics we always say A, B, T, always be testing. Make sure whatever you do, you track it to the nth degree. There should never be a time where you look back. You know, I, I shouldn't look back at my 2021 Black Friday sale and not know exactly how it performed. I should know the customers who booked on it. I know should know what the conversion rates were. I should know where they come from and what, what media I use to drive those bookings because I should be doing better every year.
1: Mm-hmm. And, you know, Pete, so many people in the hotel industry have changed jobs in the past two years. And I've been in the, in the shoes of a director of sales who comes in and can't figure out a dang thing that has happened at this hotel ever before the day I set foot in it. So I've really loved your tip in our cheat sheet to look at the Wayback Machine on archive.org.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Tell, tell us about that. I mean, it's, it's a great, great tool.
1: I actually, as I was going through our notes, I went into the Wayback Machine just to see could I could I find out what the comp set did last year for the holiday sales. I, you can go to archive.org and then enter any website, and doesn't matter what you sell or what you're interested in. Enter the site, and it what what do they do? Is it a cache of what was actually on the site for that day back?
0: in Yeah, it, it doesn't cache everything, so you may find that your a sale may not have been picked up in cached on archive.org, mm-hmm. but more or less, you can get a really good idea of what the the world looked like at that time for that website.
1: Now I'll say right. one. And it's calendar based. So you don't just want to look at what they did on the actual November 25th of last year, November 24th. You can go back to see, you know, did they start their sale? Yep. Winter? Exactly.
0: So, so that's the other thing I would do as well is plan to have an after action report. Where you sit down and you note what worked and what didn't work, have that documented and stored in a place where when I start thinking about the 2023 Black Friday sale, and if you're listening this way in the future, whatever the next year's Black Friday sale is, that will give you something to go on. And if a bus hits you tomorrow and you're not around, your predecessor will be able to look at that and help out as well. Mm -hmm. All right. So there's question one and two is knocked out. The very last question that we have that every hoteler should ask is, what should a hotelier never do during the cyber sale?
1: What should you never do? Yes. What should you never do? Hmm. Well, we've already kind of touched on one of them that you're, you're, never gonna wanna just pull an idea out of your hat and throw it online without actually testing it to make sure that the strategy is good and complete. That's a good
0: point. Yeah. You you wanna test. And if you can test in advance, you know, even if it is a survey, kind of reach out and kind of see what people are interested in. And then I'd also look at, you know, never just throw something out there without seeing what your comp set's doing. You mentioned that earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, if uh if your comp set is all pushing you know 20% and then you come in at you know 40% off plus all these extras you might be leaving money on the table
1: and once you've come up with a great idea and you really believe this is going to this is something that's going to add revenue to next year it's rooms that you don't have to worry about selling for next year once you have a successful sale don't ignore all of the routes that you normally would on an average day to attract the right guest to your hotel So if part of your paid search strategy is, is meta search, can you, Pete, are you able to put a call out there about your special sales? So
0: depending on the platform that you're using, and if you have a very good meta management tool, you should be able to set up your extensions and your call outs within meta search, depending on the platform, it's Google or Microsoft hotel ads or wherever that might be. You can do that. And that's actually really important. So.
1: yep and if you ordinarily team up with your CVB or an area Dmo, remember to tell mm-hmm. them about your sales.
0: Absolutely. So that's that's definitely on the on the do category. Uh, one thing on the do not mm-hmm. is this rate is a book direct best deal that you can get rate when you book on your hotel's property. Do not mm-hmm. share this rate with an OTA because all that's doing is building value for the OTA getting the booking through there. Mm-hmm. And not only are you having to potentially book at a reduced revenue amount, but you're also having to still pay the OTA that commission. And I would say really use this as an opportunity to instill value in your customers mm-hmm. when they book direct.
1: So this is crucial that you get your revenue manager to sit down with you and really talk about how you're going to yield out any specials feeding to the OTAs for the duration mm-hmm. of your sale.
0: Very, very much so. But uh, but yes, I, I think if at least you ask these questions, do you need to do it? What should you do and what should you never do? That's gonna get you closer to finding success. Mm-hmm. And I, I think if you put that in place, if you work with your entire team, And you really start planning ahead. If you didn't listen to us last year and you didn't plan ahead for this year, that's okay. Start now, plan ahead for the next year. You'll be putting yourself in a great Mm -hmm. position.
1: Uh, I love it. You know, we were talking about uh, making sure that you still follow all of your best practices for your advertising and your marketing for the entire year. If you are smart enough that you're routinely tracking your performance you should set something up so that you're tracking the sales performance.
0: Oh yeah. With, with that goes, I think goes without saying is make sure you have your analytics on point because it's all about the testing and analytics. You know, so one thing is kind of outside of this, but think about black Friday and then know that there's one other area where we're seeing a lot of hotels find kind of like a little bit of a hidden opportunity and that is new Year's sales. Mm -hmm. So, you know, If you find that you're not quite getting everything you want out of Black Friday, come up with another good sale. Not as good as your Black Friday sale because you don't want to uh, do what we just told you not to do. But have another good one that you can probably get a little bit of extra revenue on the books. We've always seen the day after Christmas is when people start planning 2023 or the next year. Yeah,
1: with the Christmas well, money. Well, not that. only that.
0: So you got Christmas money. You have stockings full of candy. So you're all hopped up on chocolate. <laughs> and two or three is you have your family around you. And these are a lot of times of people that you're traveling with. You know, so I think the, the most recent study we said that we found in most cases, people are planning those trips with loved ones and family members. And if everybody's sitting around the, the, the fire on Christmas morning, they're thinking about how great of a mm-hmm. life they have and they want to have that on vacation. So that's the perfect time to have a good little sale.
1: So I'm wondering, Pete, depending on what your strategy is, if you're a property that already has a lot of loyalty with guests that appreciate text messaging, if maybe the, the Boxing Day text message might be a good idea.
0: That's a Canadian thing, right? Boxing Day? I don't
1: know. <laughs> you're
0: like, what? Yeah, yeah. it's the day after Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. So this gives you a chance to get to those Canadians. Uh, honestly it's a phenomenal thing even just say, hey merry christmas from our property you know hopefully you have a a wonderful Uh year just because i think you know i saw the stat that you were sharing earlier is it's it's an acceptable form of communication you know particularly with somebody that you have a relationship with you know fire off a text it's automated you know make it personalized it says hi leanne thank you so much for visiting this year you've made our year awesome hopefully you have a merry christmas or you know happy holidays
1: I like that. I was reading and I know it's true that of all of the different ways to reach out to a potential guest, hotels are least comfortable with text messaging, but it's actually the route that consumers are most comfortable interacting with you. You know, it's it's right there with email, if not getting a little bit higher as as younger people skew towards uh, uh, getting away from yep. emails.
0: I think it's a good call. Well, mm-hmm. this is exciting. I, I'm ready to to go online and start buying some stuff right now. So, I th- I think I think we should Uh-oh. end this podcast and uh, start our Black Friday shopping today.
1: Uh oh, hey Pete, I do want to throw in some things that I've I just very quickly. Don't forget cart abandonment strategies and retargeting because there's also a lot of information out there that says people might put your the dream vacation in their cart and then walk away from it. Continue to remind them of what mm-hmm. they're dreaming of.
0: That's a good point. You want to kind of have. Your Black Friday is going to sit on top of what you should already be doing and should help complement those marketing efforts that are probably already effective. I love it. Well, good deal. Hey, Leanne, if they wanted to reach out to you to find out what you want for Christmas, where could they contact you at?
1: <laughs> um, what what I want for Christmas, I probably am not going to tell them anyway. But if they want to reach me for something else, I'm, of course, the person who answers all of the contact us. Um, traffic from our website at travelboommarketing.com. If you ask us to contact you, that's probably going to be me. Or if you go to LinkedIn, I'm at uh, LinkedIn forward slash in uh, forward slash contact lead. All right. And they can find
0: me at Pete DeMayo with LinkedIn.com and it's just P E T E D I M A I O. They can follow, find us collectively at travelboommarketing.com. It's also travelboommarketing.com on Twitter and LinkedIn and everywhere else you go. If you want to see the notes to this, show, to this episode, it's travelboonmarketing.com slash podcast. And then just click, click on episode 226 for the notes, as well as links to the article, which is the Definitive Guide to Black Friday for Hoteliers.
1: And if you happen to have a great idea that we didn't mention, uh, shoot it to us because it's never too late for us to go in and add your idea to our blog. Oh,
0: I love it. Yeah. And we will steal it for our other hotels.
1: But but we'll also give you a
0: secret idea that we haven't shared with anybody else. (laughs) (laughs) Well, perfect. Well, thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Hopefully, this was full of tips and tricks to help your Black Friday do a little bit better. And like I said, you know where to find us. And with that being said, Travel Boom is out. All right. So
1: what do you want? For Christmas therapy?
0: Uh, I don't know. I kind of want one of those brios, one of those fire pits, those smokeless fire pits. Mm-hmm. Uh, with,
1: you don't already have one? you you need I one. know,
0: but yeah. I, I don't think you should have to
1: wait till Christmas for that. I know. Uh,
0: maybe I'll get a Christmas present now. Uh, so what about you? What's uh, what's on your Christmas list?
1: All I do is take notes about what my husband wants for Christmas. My dream is to make all his dreams <laughs>
0: come true. What, what's, what's on his Christmas list then? <laughs>
1: He, oh goodness, he wants to rent an RV and go to the infield of a major NASCAR race.